Welcome to a Genuine Girl Podcast. My name is Meredith, and I'm just a college girl who's trying to keep it real while inspiring other girls to do the same. In this podcast, I talk through some of the experiences, thoughts, and feelings I've had as a college student in hopes of reminding you that you aren't alone while providing insight to make your challenges easier to manage. I can't promise that I know everything, but I think that the beauty of this podcast comes from being genuine rather than being perfect. So sit back, relax, and get ready because things are about to get real. Hey guys, I am super excited about today's episode, but before we get into it, I want to introduce my guest for the episode and just tell you a little bit about what you can expect to get out of today's episode. So my guest today is Laura Beth Brown, host of the 20 Fun Podcast. And guys, let me just tell you right now, if you have not listened to 20 Fun, you should definitely check it out. I feel like our podcasts are very similar in a lot of ways in that we're both targeting college students, 20-somethings who are trying to kind of find their way in the world, and Laura Beth Brown does such an amazing job of providing both inspirational, educational, and informative content, but also providing just some entertainment, because we all need that, especially right now. So go check out her podcast, it's awesome. But today I'm super excited for what we're talking about over here. We got into a whole discussion basically centered around mindset and priorities and just getting yourself in that right frame of mind in this time in our lives to really achieve what we want to achieve and get after our goals. I think this is always something good to talk about, good to listen to, but especially in the times we're going through right now, I think mindset and keeping that positivity and that motivation can be harder than ever, but it's also more important than ever right now. So Laura Beth is going to tell us a little bit of her story, her whole college experience coming into college, where she is now. She is graduating in December, and so she is almost done with college, and hearing from the perspective of someone who's kind of been through it all in terms of the college experience is actually really helpful, or at least it was for me since I still have a couple of years left. Anyway, I really just want to hop into the conversation and allow you to get as much as you can from the episode. One more thing before I do, though, I just want to be completely real with all of you. This episode was recorded via Skype, which I've been doing more often, especially now that I'm not at college and can't do as many in-person interviews with people. But this one in particular, I was going through it and there were a couple of parts that just kind of cut out and those parts should not last more than maybe five seconds but if it ever just stops it's not your phone it's not your computer it's definitely something on my end so just bear with me I didn't really want to go into trying to make this perfect because again a genuine girl is all about being real but hopefully you guys understand and that's just a little warning before we get into it okay thank you guys so much for listening and enjoy the episode Hi, everyone. I am here now with my guest, Laura Beth Brown. Thank you so much for being here today. 
Yeah, I'm so excited. I feel like we met on the internet and now it's just fun. Like we had a phone call and I got to hear your voice and now it's fun like, getting to actually sit across from you and have a conversation. Yes, I know. It's so fun. Even though we are in totally different places right now, yeah. being able to connect virtually is so nice, especially in this crazy time that we're in right now. Just being able to see another person besides my parents, not that they're bad, but like, yeah. <laughs> you know, being able to connect is nice. Yeah, too much of anything, I feel like you start to get annoyed. No, I'm living for all of the podcast social interaction I'm getting. If I didn't have a podcast right now, I actually think I would go nuts from, you know, like not talking to people because that's like one of my favorite things to do. Right. No, I feel the same way. I'm so glad podcasts exist and that we can continue doing this even with all the craziness going on. But I really wanted to hear first before we get into anything about what we're talking about today. I just kind of want to learn a little bit more about you and allow my audience to get to know you. And I know you mentioned you have a podcast. So um, why don't we just start by having you kind of introduce yourself to everyone? Well, okay, sounds good. Hey, y'all. Um, I'm Laura Beth, like she said, and I am a senior in college right now. And, you know, I guess the main thing about me is that I do have a podcast. It's called 20 Fun. And like I said it's before, it's my saving grace during all this quarantine time because you can do it remotely. And it's just it's bringing me a lot of joy to still connect with people. So 20 Fun is a self-development podcast for women in their 20s. Each episode covers a topic or struggle or problem that we face and kind of just tackles that and gives you advice. And then sometimes I just do fun stuff like what to watch on Netflix. You know, topics range from gardening. We have an awesome episode about how to start a garden, which during this time has been so fun for me to listen back to because I'm all about trying to get more plants in my life and like relationship advice and skincare. And we just we talk about everything. So it's it's a lot of fun over there. And I love that it involves talking with people because that's like my favorite thing. And I feel like I'm more energized when I'm around people. I'm a real big extrovert, if you can't already tell. <laughs> no, I love that. I mean, it makes you the perfect person to have a podcast. And by the way, I don't think I ever listened to your gardening episode. So I'm going to have to go oh, back and find you. that. <laughs> yeah, it's an older one. It's an okay, older okay. one. But we did it. Um, it was back when I had a co-host. Now I don't have co-hosts. It's just me. But the gardening episode is with a local gardener from my hometown who has like his own gardening business. Yeah. And so we talk about plants. And at the time, you know, I had no experience with plants. Like I would have told you I could not keep plants alive at all. And so I asked him, you know, like, what's a good starter plant I can get that doesn't require much work. And he like gives us all the details. It's so good. He talks about how to grow vegetables. If you want to have a vegetable garden, it's very informative and probably one of my favorite episodes. Okay. That okay, is that so is cool. cool. I yeah, I just, I just, how did how you did, even come up with that idea for an episode? <laughs> so my co-host and I, 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 when we started the podcast, I had a co-host, my best friend, Becca. Life took her in another direction. That's why she's not there anymore. We're still good friends. But um, we both like plants and we both are kind of into like growing our own like herbs and stuff. And like, um, I don't know, just like having something else like alive with you. She doesn't have pets. So she has plants that she and they like give her a purpose. So I was like, well, I've never grown a plant before. I don't know what to do. Let's have um, this guy on that we both knew anyway, who just started his business. We were like, let's help him and let's learn about gardening. 
And it's really an awesome episode because plants can benefit you in so many ways that you don't even know. Just like by having a plant in your house, you know, like it helps freshen the air. It's also like good for your own mental health. So you should go check it out. It was a good one. It's one of my favorites. I'm definitely going to go check it out. And that's so cool. I feel like that's so unique. That's not a kind of episode you would really find on a lot of podcasts, especially geared towards people in their 20s. And so I think it's really cool you make that kind of content. And like you said, especially in this time, it could probably be really cool to go back and listen to that since we are all kind of at home now and probably have more time to really think about (laughs) gardening and stuff like that. So yeah, it's very cool. It's not our most popular episode at all. But if you actually listen to it, I feel like it's you get a whole lot out of it. And it's very informative in a fun way still. Yeah. No, I'm definitely going to go check it out after this. I've been looking for new podcasts and just different episodes to kind of keep my mind occupied. Yeah. (laughs) Um, With everything going on. So very cool. I'm sorry I had to get off on that for a minute because like (laughs) that was just so fun. And I love hearing about other people's podcasts. So to my audience, you guys should definitely go check out her podcast. It's so awesome. So fun. Always entertaining. Um, Yeah, of course. Um, But today, I think when we kind of talked previously, we were talking about how important it is to really get in the right mindset and uh, really shift your priorities in a way where you can kind of get done what you want to get done. You can accomplish what you want to accomplish and really how you can set your mind to achieve anything you want. And like we were talking about this earlier, when we had our conversation about this initially, gosh, I don't know, I guess it was like maybe a month ago now that we talked, which is crazy. But since then, so much has happened. (laughs) And I think especially in the times we're living in right now, this topic could have a whole different meaning. And so um, I know that you have had a lot of awesome and, you know, weird and all sorts of experiences in college specifically. And um, so I think getting your perspective on this topic, especially as a senior, is going to be really beneficial to my audience. So with that said, um, I'd like to kind of shift into this whole topic of mindset by um, starting maybe, I know you've been in college a while, and it might be hard to remember back to this point, but when you started college and earlier on in your journey, kind of walk us through what was your mindset like coming in and how did this affect different areas of your life? Okay, so I love this question, and it really gave me some good self-reflection time that I genuinely think I needed, but my mindset coming into college really was, these are going to be the best four years of my life, and I feel like that was a huge mistake. That was mistake number one. Um, I feel like that affected my social interactions with people, that affected my school. I still, I tried really hard in school. I still have a great GPA. Don't get me wrong, but I feel like socially, I felt like I needed to fit in in order to fulfill the the idea that these are going to be the best four years of my life. And just, just touching on that, I feel like that's a big misconception people throw out about college. And so for example, I joined a sorority and I was kind of on the fence about it. 
my mom went to the same college and she really wanted me to at least, you know, go through recruitment because, um, she didn't. And she said she regretted it. So I was like, okay, you know, like I'll go through whatever. So I joined a sorority with the house that I chose and they chose me. And I quickly found out that those were not my happy people. They didn't get me like I thought they would. They're, I, I'm, I'm the kind of person that, and, and I just want to say before I get into my Greek story, that Greek life everywhere is different. Like no schools are the same. Houses are different. You know, like if, if you're listening to this, your Greek life might not be this way and your experience probably won't be this way. I'm just going to say what my experience was and how it shaped me. Because I feel like I need to say that because mine was definitely yeah. weird. Like, <laughs> No, but I think it's so uh, helpful to hear that, too, because everyone yeah. has a different experience. And there might be people in Greek life right now who might be kind of feeling how you were feeling. So, yeah. Well, OK, so they I realized that they were not my happy people. And long story short, I got kicked out of my sorority because I didn't want to live in the sorority house. It was a whole like long very dramatic (laughs) thing but I mean just to put it frankly like it hurt me I felt really rejected by that and you know I'd spent my whole freshman year trying to fit in like these are supposed to be the best four years of my life I'm supposed to be in a sorority I'm supposed to have all these sisters and when I didn't make the connections like I thought I should it really like rocked my world in a sense. I was, I mean, I remember leaving the standards meeting where they were like, sign these drop papers. And I felt like rejected and defeated. And nobody like stood up for me like I thought sisters were supposed to. And so at first it was really rough. But looking back, if if that was where I was supposed to be, I felt like I would still be doing it. You know what I mean? Like I'm the kind of person where I try to stick with something until like the wheels fall off, you know, like I'm not going to give up. So I would have never given them up, even if I didn't feel like it was right for me. It took them giving me up for me to realize that that just wasn't my place. Right. And that's, I mean, that's hard. It was really hard. Oh yeah. I mean, I bet in the time it kind of felt like the end of the world almost because it sounds like you kind of came into college thinking like, okay, this is going to be my life. I'm going to be in a sorority. I'm going to have this college experience that everyone talks about. And it's almost like looking in from the outside, you see college as like Greek life is such a huge part. And you kind of, some people think they have to be involved in that to have a good college experience. And if something goes wrong there, it can feel devastating so I totally understand that must have felt awful at the time yeah (laughs) Uh, Yeah. but sorry go ahead oh no I was just gonna say I mean yeah it was rough but that opened up the door for so many things and luckily my school I go to it's like a state school it's not the biggest in the state Greek life is not that big here it's more of like a commuter school so It wasn't that big of a shock not going back the next year, you know, because just Greek life wasn't in my face all the time. You really rarely ever saw it on campus. You know, it was more of like a off-campus social thing. And so my priorities shifted and I was like, okay, well, um, I'm not in a sorority. I'm just going to class and I needed a creative outlet. And so that's kind of where I sat and I had a blog my senior year of high school. 
And I carried it into college and I loved it. I loved blogging. I loved like taking the pictures and writing and doing all that creative stuff because that's just a part of me and I love that. But having a blog in college is really time consuming and blogging itself is like an art, honestly, like the way you have to do everything and all the pictures and make everything linked. And then it's just, it's a lot. And I quickly found that I couldn't keep up with the demand of, of what I wanted to do with the blog. So I kind of let it fall away and I just didn't like renew my stuff, but I'm sitting here after I've been dropped from my sorority my roommate and I are kind of like, okay, where do we go from here? Because she was also dropped. And that spring, I was like, I'm starting a podcast. I'm doing it. At the time, like that fall um, or that summer, really, I had gotten out or honestly, like that spring, I'd gotten out of a really bad relationship and um, it lasted like a really long time. And that fall, I met my current boyfriend now. And so I just went through so many changes and I just want to tell you out there, you know, if you feel like you're at the bottom, then there's a silver lining to that. Because if you're at the bottom, the only place you can go is up. Exactly. Yeah. So in my story, I shifted priorities. I was like, I need to do things that make me happy. Going to school is fine. I'm a business major. That doesn't necessarily make me happy all the time. So I started a (laughs) podcast with my best friend. And then I realized, you know, okay, at this point, I'm a sophomore, I need to get it together, I need to have internships, because my main priority is a job after college, you know, and that's, Meredith, that's kind of when the the idea of college is supposed to be the best four years of your life, I started really struggling with that, because I, here I was working all the time, and that's not what you see college as being when people say it's the best four years of your life, you, you see them making friends and going out all the time, and that's just not what I was doing at all. No, I totally understand that. Sometimes I feel like I'm in that place too, because I am kind of the type of person who, unless I like kind of make myself have some other things going on in my life, I can get totally consumed by work (laughs) and school. And it can feel like, you know, okay, everyone's telling me college is supposed to be so fun, but here I am like studying and working 24 (laughs) seven. What is this? (laughs) And, and that's kind of when, you know, like when I got an internship and I started working, I think it was this past fall when I got my first internship and I was working another job on top of that where, you know, my priorities really shifted and my goal now, I mean, I'm a senior, I want to, um, so I kind of skipped junior year. I've only been in college like three years. So like I had oh, credit. Oh, wow. Yeah. That's, that's so why, nice. Okay. Yeah. That's, yeah. So that's why the timeline is going to sound weird because I went from sophomore to senior, but. Mm -hmm. Uh, or I say like my junior year was like one semester anyway sorry I wanted to clarify that so you weren't like wait what you do whole junior year Um, yeah yeah but so I started my internship and then life went from you know kind of going out sometimes really focusing on school to okay I need to work because I need a job out of college and I don't know you know like what the world's gonna look like um I need to make sure that I can really like pump myself up to have a good resume and actually like, you know, land a job before graduation. And that was hard because I love my roommates, but they weren't necessarily there yet. You know, I was kind of starting a little bit early and they, we had all just turned 21 and they were in the sense of, you know, like I want to go out and, and party and not necessarily party crazy. Like they were, they're not party crazy, but they want to go out on, you know, like 
sometimes it's Thursday nights for them because they don't have anything going on Friday and I have work Friday morning, mm-hmm. eight o'clock, like an hour away. So Ooh. it was, yeah, it was kind of like a sad, sad thing. But I mean, I just had to be honest with myself and be like, you know, I can't do this. I was doing the podcast and that in itself takes so much time. And it's oh, yeah. just a weird time of, of FOMO, honestly, a lot of it. Um, but also, you know, like, trying to put myself first and um and just get stuff done and really help myself and put myself in the best situation possible right no I think that's really inspiring honestly how you were able to kind of take control of your mindset there and make that shift to focus you know on you and what was going to benefit you the most in the long run and it is hard I I get it like having to say no to your roommates when they want to go out somewhere and it's easy to feel like you're gonna miss out on things if you (laughs) you know if you don't do that kind of stuff all the time but I mean really it sounds like you were just setting yourself up for long-run success and um and it sounds like the podcast too has kind of been a good I, I at least for me I like my podcast because I feel like it's kind of, even though it's work, it's kind of like a source of stress relief for me. It's kind of a way for me to like relax and wind down with everything else going on. So I think that's really awesome. You were able to find that and have been doing that so long. How long has it been since you started? So I started podcasting um, March of 2018. So a little over a year ago. And wow. okay. Yeah. Yeah. It's crazy. Wow. Okay. Sorry. (laughs) Saying it sounds so wild. Um, but it's been such an awesome journey and, and really it's been like my thing that's been there the whole time I've been going through these changes. It's like my non-negotiable. I mean, I was so stressed out whenever my co-host left and I was like, okay, can I do this by myself? Mm -hmm. And at first, you know, I was saying no, But then I thought about it and I was like, you know, I love podcasting and I don't think me having to do all this work by myself should be the reason I stop. So it quickly moved up my priority list. And I was like, if my friends want to go to get ice cream on a Tuesday night, I can't. I have an interview recorded and that's just something I'm going to have to get used to. And slowly but surely I did. And it's it's I I wouldn't give it up for the world because my my podcast, you know, like. It sounds crazy to say, but that's what I want to do. You know, like I love talking with people. I love hearing their stories. And if that's what I want to do, then I'm going to have to put in the work. Like I can't just expect it to fall in line for me. That's not how these things work as much as we all want them to. So I've just been trying to be diligent and take it like a month at a time because life is crazy. And I mean, look where we are now. Like if you'd have told me January that I would be quarantined and unemployed, in March, I would have looked at you and been like, you're crazy. The world's going to have to be on fire for that to happen. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I feel like the insane. world's on fire right now. And, and oh, like, yeah. it knocks me in the face. Oh, yeah, me too. I mean, I don't think any of us could have ever seen this coming. And it just has totally changed everything. And so I kind of want to get more into that now because you've done a great job explaining kind of your mindset throughout your college experience. But now, (laughs) I mean, you're a senior and you're graduating soon and, you know, everything going on in the world right now is crazy. And so 
I'm sure that's kind of been testing your mindset a little bit. Um, I have to imagine if I was, I, I mean, I'm a sophomore and I'm still feeling the stress and, you know, kind of the sense of unknown is hard for me because I'm kind of a planner. I like to know what's going to happen next. And so not being able to feel that right now is crazy. But for you, I'm sure it's even crazier. So I guess, has your mindset kind of stayed as strong as it's been, you know, I I guess, you you know what I mean? Like, yeah, kind of got into that great place. Is that, are you struggling at all or? (laughs) Um, 150% no. So I went from, you know, being so busy, I was working three jobs and school and balancing it all and trying to have something of a social life, you know, even if that was just dinner with my boyfriend on like weeknights. But, um, when this quarantine happened, I felt like my world was like turned upside down. And honestly, I was in the mindset of lazy. I didn't want to do anything. And I mean that, and that's so not like me. I'm an Enneagram three. Like I love checking things off my list and doing all the things. And, and so for me to go from, well, I don't know what's going on anymore is like a big, big leap. And so Mm -hmm. I stopped posting on socials. I kind of took a break. I just didn't feel really inspired. I was still podcasting because I have like interviews scheduled and that's fun. You know, it doesn't feel like work to me to get on and talk to awesome people like you. So it's all good. Yeah. But um, as far as, you know, like schoolwork and doing like podcasts, like marketing stuff, I just felt like so depleted almost, you know, like I was like, there's no structure. I don't have it. I'm a big routine gal. Mm-hmm. And, and so my saving grace during all of this has been get a routine together. And and I've kind of shifted my priorities a lot. So, you know, let's go back to January because that was before all this happened. January, my priorities were probably, honestly, this might not be the best list as far as, you know, like activity wise, but it was work. So that was the podcast and my internship, school getting all my homework done on time, <laughs> getting to class, um, which I feel like I feel bad sometimes because I feel like those should be reversed, but I, I just, hey, I think not. they're both important. <laughs> yeah. Third was like working out. Fourth was taking time for others and including others. And then fifth was taking time for myself. And that truly was my priorities list. Maybe swapping, like working out and taking time for others. Like it just depends on the week, but mm-hmm. That was pretty much how it was to now. I don't have an internship anymore because everyone's working remote and right. I can't work remote because I'm an intern. Mm-hmm. Um, to, it's pretty much being, you know, like school working out. Can't really make that much time for others because we're not allowed. Right. So having what was fifth on my list now become third. And I like don't know what to do with myself, you know, like I I always have to have a goal in mind and Mm -hmm. it's really hard to have a goal in mind when, you know, like all you have to do is homework and then everything else is free. I kind of have this new opportunity to say, okay, well, what's important to me, not what's important to the world, not what's Mm -hmm. important to everyone else. Like what, what really is going to make me happy during this time of being alone all the time? Exactly. I think that's, it's such a weird place because I've kind of gone back and forth between like, okay, I have more time now for myself. Like, 
I've gone back and forth between looking at that as like, oh, I don't know what to do with my life. And like, wow, this is actually an opportunity for me to like really put time into something I care about and something, you know, I want to grow in. And so I think there's opportunities to kind of put your mindset in either a positive or a negative place with everything going on and having this free time. Um, And so, and it can be really easy to get in that negative headspace, especially if, you know, I'm like you, I'm not used to having time for myself a lot, which is bad. I know it's a good thing to have time for yourself. It's good to make time for yourself, but having it all of a sudden is just weird. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. And so, well, okay. So at first during this quarantine, my mindset was like trash. I'm just going to be honest. It was trash. Like I was like unmotivated, lazy, sitting on my butt, watching TV. Like it was bad. But then I was scrolling mindlessly on Instagram and I saw a post that caught my eye and I wish, I wish so much. I remember who posted it because I would love to give them credit for this because it is amazing. (laughs) But I saw a post that said, what kind of quarantiner are you? And then it had two options. And one was like, couch potato, eats all the quarantine snacks in a day, binges Netflix. And then the other one was, takes this time to evaluate habits and start new things and exercise more and be the person that you would want yourself to be. And the achiever in me instantly went to, oh, I'm the person that gets stuff done. Mm-hmm. And then I was like, you know what? Actually, Laura Beth, you're being a piece of trash right now. And all you're doing is being a couch potato for seven days a week. And don't get me wrong. Being a couch potato is awesome. Like one to two days a week. That's good. Mm-hmm. But I also feel like you have to have time where you're getting things done or you're just going to start to feel kind of like down on yourself. You know what I mean? Like when you're when you're doing something, you you get this good sense of accomplishment every time you do something. Whereas like mm-hmm. if you're just watching TV all day, you know, like that's fun for two days. And then what have you yeah. done? Have you done your homework? Like have you reached out to people? So Right. No, I totally really, get that. Yeah, right? So it was oh, yeah. a good smack in the face, honestly. And oh, yeah. I was like, okay. I have to get my life together and start a routine because that's the only way I'm going to bounce back from this. Mm -hmm. So my mindset really shifted when I was honest with myself about my behaviors and I became like self-aware of all of the bad habits I was starting to create, um, especially with the procrastination. (laughs) So yeah, my biggest struggle. No, I get that. And it's so much easier to procrastinate now, I feel like, because we're not in an environment where we're used to doing work. Like, I don't usually put home and school together. And so that makes it hard. It's a huge mental shift that has to happen because I'm like you, you know, I normally like to go sit at a Starbucks or I like to, you know, do something on the go or like in between classes and do homework there. And now like I'm, I'm home all the time. Mm-hmm. And normally I like equate home with sleep or, you know, food and then like shower and then go to bed and then start the whole thing all over again. You know, like I used to say like joke that I like lived in my car all the time because I would eat my meals there during commutes and like I was just on the go. And now I've I've really had to swap that. So so how I'm doing that on a daily basis and it's a new struggle every single time I wake up. Um, but I try to stick with a routine that's been really, really helpful. 
I try to exercise at least once a day. That in itself gives me a huge sense of accomplishment because if you're one of those people that's always worked out at home, props to you. I wish I had that. I definitely don't. I need my oh, yeah. environment. Yeah, I need a class or a gym. Like I need something. Oh, same here. I need motivation from other people. <laughs> like yes. it's like, okay, if I'm out of class, like I can't just stand there or sit down on my couch and do nothing. Like yeah. I actually yeah. have to work out. <laughs> I can't stop while like, in the middle of a of a circuit and just like stare at the stare at the screen until it goes away, you know? Like, yep. Yep. like class you can't do that but I don't right. oh yes that's been really important I found that creating a space that makes me feel happy has been one of the most helpful things so that used to I mean now that looks like being grateful for the candle that I get to light in the morning which sounds so sad when you say it but oh, that's like, it, that's where I'm at you know I'm like oh, so glad same. I picked that scent back when Bath and Body Works was open you know like just oh. I know, and then you start thinking about, oh, Bath and Body Works isn't open anymore. That's yeah, sad. Yeah, so I can't burn but, it that long. Gotta blow but at it least out. I have this candle. Yeah. I know. And no, that's true. I've started, you know, like making my bed every morning so that I cannot get back into it. And that has been really helpful. And I'm, I'm a person who never made my bed before this, ever. Like, yeah. I was like, I'm just going to get back in and I'm not going to make it to mess it up again. No, now I make it and I make it look pretty so that I don't get back in it. Yeah. And it, it makes me feel nice about having a clean space every day. You know what I mean? Yeah, especially since you're spending all your time at home now. It's not like you're going to leave and then come back later and see your bed unmade. It's like something you kind of see throughout the day now, probably walking back and forth from your room. And so... Yeah. I'm sure that has shifted your mindset a lot too. just, you know, seeing a clean space. I feel like for me, it gets me in the right mindset to be productive and stay focused. And yeah, yeah. If you're feeling, if you're feeling lazy, I definitely suggest cleaning something because like, even if it's putting something away, like your laundry afterwards, you feel like you've gotten something done and it kind of starts your, your motivation to continue that, I guess, if that makes sense. Right. At, at least it does for me. No, that's such a good point. I think just starting with something really small like that kind of creates that spark for you to be like, okay, I put up my laundry. Now I feel like I can go do my schoolwork and yeah. do this podcast. And like, it kind of creates a chain. And so I think that's a really good point. Just sometimes it's something really small that you can start with that will make the biggest difference. And yeah. I think that's really good. And just, you know, like you were saying, it's the little things like lighting a candle or making your bed that can really, I mean, can make you feel grateful, can kind of get your day off to the right start. And I think a lot of people have this idea like, oh, I don't know what to do. I have to make this huge shift in my life if I want to see any difference and a lot of times it can just be those little things that add up that and that you can make little habits in your everyday like making your bed every morning that can slowly start to uh, shift your mindset I guess (laughs) yeah and another tip I have for just putting yourself in the best headspace is open up your curtains and your windows and your blinds and let as much natural light into your space as possible because it does so much good 
for your mental well-being seeing the sunlight if your weather permits like go outside you know like Mm -hmm. if if there was a beautiful day and I was just taking my dogs for a walk and I was just so grateful to be out of the house honestly that's just where we're at so yes I think it's so important. Take advantage of that. Like here, I've been really lucky. I'm in Arizona and the weather's been super nice. And so I've been like going out to my backyard every morning to work out and I've been going out there to do homework and like, I'll just go out after my classes for a walk and it totally like shifts my whole mindset. And I never really used to be that way. Like I used to just stay inside a lot, but now I'm starting to go outside more and I'm realizing like, how much the outdoors can really do for your mind. It's crazy. Yeah. Oh, my, it's so true. And the same with like, like we said earlier, you know, like having plants inside can really make you feel like, I don't know, they just do something positive for your mental state. And so for me, I feel like the core tip I have is like what encompasses all of these tips is just find gratitude in the little things. You know, in this time that we're in, we're not able to do a lot of the things that we love doing, you know, like Mm -hmm. going out with friends or, you know, going for like hikes and public trails. I know they just closed our public trails because so many people were on them. So that was something that I loved doing, especially with my dogs and my boyfriend. We loved going out walking. And so like now that's taken away. I can't go walk around TJ Maxx for three hours anymore, you know, like Right. It's fun and if you have all the things you love doing, but not necessarily when you're confined to your home. So mm-hmm. just find find little things to be grateful for. Like and, and write them down. If that helps you, write them down. I know that I'm keeping a prayer journal during this time just because um, I, it was something I did a few years ago when I started college and then life got busy and I just kind of got away from the habit. And now I found it, funny enough, right before all of this coronavirus stuff happened. And so I was like, I need to start doing this again. And then bam, I now have all this time in the morning to sit and reflect and be with myself and think about all the things I'm grateful for. And it just, it makes me feel happy, honestly, because I'm not thinking about, oh, well, I'm stuck in the house all day today. I can't leave. You know, I'm like, no, I love the sun and the sun is out today. And I love that. And my dogs are being good and they're not like barking at everything that goes across the window. Like, this is a great day, (laughs) you know, like. Oh, yeah. No, I mean, and it can sound weird when you say it, but like that really does make a difference. And I think, too, doing that in the morning sounds like it would just be a great way to start the day. And because it's so easy to wake up and instantly, like, at least for me, I have to stop myself from like going on social media right away, looking at the news. And like, if you start your day with that, I'm sorry, but especially in the times we're in, like, I don't think that's probably the best way. (laughs) to get your day started looking at everything going on in the world because it just kind of depresses me sometimes and so I think maybe if that's your habit in the morning replacing it with a gratitude or a prayer journal or whatever it is you know maybe something not on a screen (laughs) that could be a really great way to kind of make that shift so I like that you brought that up. Yeah. Oh my gosh. It's been, so actually when this all first started, you know, like the first time I remember even hearing coronavirus in the news, you know, they were talking about quarantining. And I remember, you know, like looking up, like how long is this going to last? Because I'm the kind of person, like whenever I go out or my boyfriend and I have a date night, I like to know like 
where we're going, how long we're going to get there. Are we going to have to wait? Like, do they take reservations? Do we need to plan? Like, I'm such a planner. Yes. And yeah. And so, and I'd I'd have, I had this whole entire summer already planned out for myself, job wise, you know, like trip wise, everything that was going on. So when this all happened, you know, my first instinct is to go, okay, how long is this going to last? How mm-hmm. bad is it getting? So during that week, that first week of quarantine where I was a lazy bum, I would get on my screen and be like, okay, well, this is going to last till the end of March. Oh my gosh, the end of March is so long. And now, you know, some people are saying June is where and we're still yep. going to be in this. And so like, I cannot allow myself to focus on that. And that was something that I had to shift. So like I said, just focusing on things that are small but things that you can be grateful for, or even if you have something like something big to be grateful for. Like I, I write down that I'm thankful for my health every single day, you know, like just right now we're in such an unprecedented time. And I have to keep reminding myself that like, yeah, I'm not the only one who's struggling. Like there are people out there who actually have the coronavirus, you know, like, can you imagine what they're thinking if I'm complaining about being stuck in my house all day? So it's just, it's just shifting the mindset from being a victim to being grateful and being proactive about, you know, these circumstances kind of suck. But how can I make myself the best version of myself to to put myself in the best situation for when we come out of this? Because this will end eventually, you know, like, I mean, who mm-hmm. knows how long it's going to last? Nobody. So we just have to focus on what we have now. I love that. You said it so well I couldn't say it better um no I think it's super important it just now more than ever to really put things in perspective and to consistently you know be grateful for everything you have big or small um I I love those points you made some great points there um great tips for everyone and as we kind of wrap this up I know this is a hard question to answer and I don't expect you to have the answers but just keeping it real with my audience. Um, Going from here, I know you're a senior. I know there's a lot of unknown right now. What are your plans right now for the future? Or where do you see yourself kind of going from here? Because I know you don't have much longer left in school and um, a lot of exciting things could be happening, but it's also kind of weird with the time we're in. So um, what are you kind of thinking about what the future holds? Yeah. So like I said, I had my whole summer planned out. I don't, I don't graduate college until this coming December. So I still got a little bit more time than all the May grads out there. But, um, yeah, so my future plans were rocked for myself, honestly, like they are pretty much non-existent. I do have another internship this summer and it's, thank goodness, working remotely most of the time. So I feel like I can still continue that. Um, I'm just going to keep going. Right now, I'm just focusing on going with my classes, doing my best, passing so that I can graduate. And honestly, like doing the podcast as much as possible because it's the thing that brings me the most joy Mm-hmm. right now in this time. And it's the thing that I know I can control. Like I can't control the world. I can't control what everybody else does, but I can control this little community, not the community, but this little platform that I have and, and, and keep posting encouraging topics and things that can really help people be better in this time. And that's, that's what I'm really going to focus on in the future. So throughout yes. the summer, 
that's going to stay consistent. I'm still going to be podcasting. I'm still going to be, you know, like on Instagram and trying to help people go through this as I go through it. I mean, our 20s are crazy. And we're going to look back and remember this time and be like, you know, I was in my early 20s when this happened and life was nuts and this is how I adapted. And I mean, we're going to be telling this story for years to come. So Mm -hmm. I want to make sure that the story I have to tell is where I really use this time to the best that I could and I didn't really waste it. Yes, I love that. And I think that's the best mindset you could have going through this. And I didn't mean to like put you on the spot there. And I know it's not at all. I know it's like, sometimes uncomfortable answering questions about the future when it is so unknown for many of us. But I think that really just goes to show I mean, we're all in this together. And you know, we're all struggling with different things right now. None of us really know what the future is going to bring. But if we can just, you know, focus on those things that do bring us joy, and that we know we can control, like you said, I think we're putting ourselves in the best position for no matter what ends up happening in the future. I can't even think about like, what's gonna happen even in just like a week who knows where the world is gonna be right it's exactly easy so thank you for being so honest and real about that um because I know that's it's sometimes hard to be vulnerable but um just to end this off, something I like to ask a lot of my guests, and I know it's not directly related to what we've been talking about, but um, I think it still relates in this time. Um, I think, you know, being genuine through all of this can, like I just said, it can be difficult. And so do you have any final advice to my audience for just being their authentic, genuine selves um, in life and specifically through what we're going through at the moment? (laughs) Yeah. So I love that question. Um, My honestly, my best advice for being your genuine self is to figure out who that is. So my freshman year of college, I would have told you that my genuine self loved my sorority and loved the experience I was getting out of it. But I I wasn't being honest with myself. And I feel like that's what kind of set me back that year is that I wasted so much time pretending like I was being authentic and vulnerable with these people. And, and I really I wasn't. So like for me, being my genuine self is realizing that I don't like being vulnerable. I sometimes don't post enough on Instagram and, and I'm, I'm OK with these things. And I feel like being genuine is all about accepting all parts of yourself like nobody's perfect. We all have negative aspects of our personality, but we also all have great aspects. And it's all about understanding that balance and being okay with the words you say and the choices you make and understanding, you know, like just who you are. Mm -hmm. Yes. I love that advice. And I think now is the perfect time to really kind of figure that out, you know, and discover that. Um, Yeah. And so I think that's great advice and um, just, you know, being okay and accepting yourself. It's huge and it's hard to do in college, but hopefully now that we're all kind of removed from that environment, we can take some time to really do some self-reflection and figure out who we really are and come back more genuine than ever. So thank you so much for answering that and for answering all of my questions today. I, you were just a wonderful guest and I really appreciate you being on. Yeah, I know. I think this was such a great conversation. Um, even though the focus
deviated from what we initially planned, I think still very relevant. Um, and do you just want to real quick, like shout out where everyone can find you online? Yeah. So you can listen to 20 fun wherever podcasts are at. I hope, I hope I'm doing it right. Um, a lot <laughs> of people listen on Apple podcasts and Spotify, but I know for a fact it's on Google play too. So just, uh, yeah, search 20 fun and then come hang out with me on Instagram at 20 fun pod. I'm trying to post more memes because that's what's making me happy. So like I have a few lined up that I'm going to post. So yeah, come check it out. Oh my gosh. I can't wait. I love seeing the memes. They like bring me so much joy. (laughs) Oh yeah. Especially the Tiger King ones right now. I'm living for them. Oh yes. Tiger King. Oh my gosh. That's a whole nother conversation. (laughs) Um, Anyway, I won't. I won't keep talking or else I'll make this episode go for like hours. But (laughs) anyway, thank you again, Laura Beth. I really appreciate it. And everyone check her out and I will talk to everyone next week. Thank you. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of A Genuine Girl. If you liked it, I'd really appreciate a rating or a review on whichever platform you're listening. They make such a big difference by helping a genuine girl reach even more people. Also, don't forget to follow me on social media at One Genuine Girl. All letters, no numbers. You'll stay up to date with everything going on with the brand. Have a great week, and until next time, stay genuine, girl.